Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Rod. I like to say hello to the Rod Pod Squad. You are tuning in to the Out of the Loop Podcast, listening to the Explain the Thrones. I am known as a familiar who have seen Game of Thrones, and I'm partnered up here with Shane. What's up, podcast people? Quarantine episode five, I believe. Uh, let's get to it. And then we are explaining it to our good friend. Becoming learned in Game of Thrones, Matthew. Loop troop, stay six feet away from me at all times. <laughs> Two arm lengths. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, what have you guys been up to? How's life treating you with quarantine for five weeks plus? Go ahead, Shane. Um, it's good. Uh, I was uh, work worked last week, so I'm on that uh, on a week off a week uh, furlough program. Uh, got a good amount of vacation, so I'm safe there. Um, just get to spend time with the family this week. Um, thinking about possibly a, a above ground pool or a trampoline for the backyard. So we got those projects in the house. Um, yeah. Do yourself a favor. Do not get above ground pool. Yeah, that that was kind of their. Their thoughts, but her parents have a pool and they live close, so they can just go there. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, I think I want a trampoline, so mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with that. They, get a trampoline. The neighbor kid got one, so he's uh, teasing us every day, jumping on it. Hey, how are you? Right, jumping <laughs> up and down. Right. What about you guys? Me, I just working at home. Staying at home, taking a trip up the hallway, to the bathroom, to the kitchen, from a window to a wall. That's about it. (laughs) Ain't no one touching my balls. (laughs) I live with my in-laws. Skeet, 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 skeet. Yeah, skeet, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. How about you, Matt? How's life treating you? Um, pretty good. Uh, let's see. Uh, working from home, obviously. Um, I will be experiencing a two week furlough, uh, two weeks from today. So, uh, gonna have plenty of time on my hands. Um, I am preparing for it. I bought a book on Amazon.com. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Um, but uh, on on Amazon, books. they have they have books a lot. Amazon. Books, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Paper. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I bought woodworking for dummies because Ooh. I want to try to build stuff. Very uh, cool. Yeah. Um, I I thoroughly enjoy uh, playing with wood. Working. Yeah, woodworking. Um, playing with my wood. Um, I'm not super good at it, but it's fun. Yeah, I know I'm going to be really bad, um, but it's something that I've always kind of... Like, I, I look at other stuff people have built, and I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could do that. And um, now I, I would like to uh, give it a... The, the, old, the old college try, as they say. Um, uh, other than that, I don't know. Life is kind of just is what it is right now. And uh, oh, I bought a uh, so as has been said many times on this show, I am bald. Uh, (laughs) However, to keep my head shaved, I have always just used clippers with no guard. Um, What? And I was thinking of like a basketball joke. Did you get the uh, the lawnmower three point oh? No, that is for your pubes. I. <laughs> um, no, I bought a skull shaver 
Um, and uh, I am like Mr. Clean now, guys. I mean, wow. Smooth. Smooth. Nice. Top. Um, yeah. Uh, that was my Amazon order on Saturday. Uh, woodworking for dummies and, and a skull shaper. So cool. that's um, where my life is at right now. Congratulations. Also, um, I, I, I mean, the amount of time that I am saving on, on laundry is insane. Uh, <laughs> I have worn like three <laughs> pairs of underwear in the last week. <laughs> Flipping them inside out. That's not even from like double wearing. I'm just going basketball shorts only, man. Oh, nice. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I've gained so hard? much time. Do you find it hard to shower? No. Um, well, time to shower? Or yeah. the motivation or the reason to shower? Yeah. So, I like get, today, I haven't showered yet. Normally, I would I, I'd get up, I'd get up at like 6 30, shower, get dressed, go to work. Now I'm getting up at like 7 30, and Nicholas is already awake, and I'm not going to shower before going to my desk to work. And then right. I'm busy. I'm busy till five. And then it gets to five. And then it's like, okay, now now Selena comes home. We need to start talking about dinner, all this stuff. So if I'm showering, it's at night. And there's definitely been days that I have I have missed it. So yeah. <laughs> disgusting. Whatever, man. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So what have you guys been watching? Anything anything interesting? Oh, that is like someone's watching you. Great drop. That is such a good Thank drop. You. Um. So last week I didn't watch it when it came on, but uh, I think it was Wednesday night. Um, it's about midnight, right? And after I get home from work, usually like to hang out uh, with Crystal, uh, enjoy each other's company. Uh, watch a little TV, and usually I fall asleep first on the couch, or um, sometimes the kids wake up, so we have to put them back to bed. Um, and this night, Ella woke up around midnight, and, and I was like, you know what, what, I'll put it on. So I put on the uh, the Last Dance. Um, yeah, baby! I was, just, I was just planning on, uh, you know, checking it out the first 10 minutes, um i could not stop watching so at a little after two o'clock after watching both episodes i went to bed yep mm-hmm. is that the michael jordan it was thing? yeah oh nice it was, i haven't seen it yet either it's so good yeah it was it was amazing is there a part of it where it was uh dennis rodman i was like focus on him yeah man yeah the last two uh, yeah. uh i think episode three is focus on him Yes. Oh, okay. Because I saw like that little bit. The Rodman episode. Episode four is the Phil Jackson episode. I watched both of those, and the Rodman episode is fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The way he lived his life. Yeah. So good. Nice. I yeah, sadly I watched those the next couple of days. Nice. I sadly didn't get to watch anything awesome like you guys. I uh, tried to continue on with Love Is Blind. And I couldn't get past episode five. I was so done. <laughs> I'm like, the first episode, I swear, I thought it was like four hours long. <laughs> but it, it was just like an hour long episode. It and was a, just... a brave attempt, Rodney. Thank you. I don't think yeah. I could uh, force myself to watch any of it. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's not great. Matt, anything new with you? Uh, watching anything new? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, not really. Um, I mean, I got through Love is Blind in, in a weekend a few weeks ago. Um, before this even started, if that's, if that, if that's believable. Um, before I was even in quarantine, we gave it a chance and got through it in an entire weekend. And it is garbage, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still rewatching Deadwood. Um, I have not watched another episode of Jack Ryan yet. Uh, so, Matt, funny what? you should say uh, Woodworking and Deadwood, because this episode 
was tailor made just for you. It, just so you know that. Is there is there wood? Just in the, just so you know that. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. All right, that's all I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that at some point in this episode, um, Joey Gladstone from Full House shows up, and he's got that uh, the the gopher puppet that he would always have. <laughs> the one, the one that I was that I was always looking for, uh, wood. Is it a uh, woodchuck? Yes, like, wood, is it? woodchuck. Thank you. Oh, You're right. Man. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've watched it. Nothing else really. Find. <clears throat> um, oh, uh, Nicholas has gotten really into Despicable Me. Um, so that's been on a lot. In my house, those are good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, if I hear <laughs> another fucking minion say anything, who's <laughs> fine? Um, but yeah, the 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 first one is is quite good, and the second one's fine. Um, so yeah. Did you watch the the minion movie? No, he has not found that one yet. Um, and I'm hoping he doesn't. Those are those are really those are the the only part of of the movies that I really just can't stand. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's what I'm watching. Um, so, uh, what are you guys going to tell me about today? So, last episode. Uh, <laughs> you uh, remember what happened, or you need a recap? Um, I think I need a recap. Okay. So, remember... You can keep it very short and sweet. Uh, Bran, Mira, right? They escape the yep. tree and all the dead. Who do they meet? Um, Bran's uncle? Benjen. Benjen. Okay. Uh, Sam and Gilly... Get to his home, uh, doesn't go well, and they leave, right? Yeah. They take the Valerian steel sword, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bravos, Arya goes to kill the actress, uh, but she changes her mind, slaps the poison away before she drinks it, um, and is basically on the lamb. She grabs her sword. Uh, Wave was given permission to kill Arya by Jacken. Remember? Oh, by the way, um, so I went on the uh, World Wide Web this week, and um, on Google Chrome on my phone, when I open a new tab, it suggests like ten headlines for me to read. And I didn't click anything, but it had a little teaser thing for um the the game of thrones the new series that's going to be coming out the like prequel or whatever yeah and it was about jacken is his name spelled j-a-q-e-n yes jesus christ all right (laughs) (laughs) i think it's Um, joaquin Joaquin. (laughs) (laughs) he's got a little uh scar on his upper lip (laughs) <laughs> and then his, <laughs> and then his last name. It's like H apostrophe something. Yeah, yeah. Gar. Okay. Gar. <laughs> um, remember at the twins, uh, Walder Frey, uh, tasks his two sons, I think, to go take back River Run because uh, the Blackfish. Retook it, remember? And uh, I, actually, I, I do not remember that part at all, so I'm glad you brought it up. He takes Ed Muratoli out, remember the the original oh, guy yeah. who got right at yeah, the Red yeah. Wedding? Gotcha. So he's, he's going to use his uh, bait. Um, King's Landing, remember? Marjorie's going to do her walk, but the Tyrell army shows up. Yes, and uh, now the Sparrows have made a deal with uh, King Tommen. Yep. So they yep. joined forces. Uh, 
Jamie and the Tyrells shit their pants. Um, and then Jamie got uh, stripped of his Kingsguard uh, duties, and he said, "You're not gonna, you're gonna serve us, but you're not gonna serve us here." Remember? Yeah. Um, Dothraki C. Uh, Daenerys goes and gets uh, Drogon. Basically, calls all the Dothraki there. Her blood riders, uh, they're all super pumped to help her out. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> they're all super pumped. Uh, let's get down yeah. to business, guys. Nice. All right. So we start out. Um, so this is one of the, the few episodes that has a scene before the credits start. Okay. So we're in a. Uh, grassy uh valley area okay okay all right and there's some simple farm folk uh putting together a a large wooden structure okay Okay. all right uh so woodworking see just for you all right um there's also a bunch of women there uh making food right because women belong in the kitchen while the men out uh (laughs) Are working. Whoa. Am I right? Am I right, guys? Sexy am I right? Am I right? Now, huh? am I right? I am not even jumping on that. So, um, um that's what she said. Um, so, <laughs> uh, you know how when we're doing these Skype calls, if somebody talks over another person, one voice kind of fades and the other one goes up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when Rodney called, I'm assuming you called him sexist, Shane? Mm hmm. Okay, I heard sexy Shane. <laughs> hey, sexy Shane. Nice. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Uh, so inside the structure. Oh, God, God damn it. <laughs> Don't show this message. All right. Uh, so inside the structure is Ian McShane. Yes. You know him, right? Yeah. You know what they're building? Okay, so- uh, a bar for Alcatraz to serve some drinks. <laughs> the Continental. <laughs> this is the Continental. Nice. <laughs> so he's wearing a, a seven-pointed star. What does that mean? I don't know. So that's uh, he's he's seven. basically a a priest. Oh, okay. Yeah, a septon. So his name is Brother Ray. Um, he's there, you know, he's directing all the work. Uh, he's, uh, very playful with everyone. Um, there's smiles all around. Um, the, the music playing is very uplifting. Um, uh, as we pan away from the structure, um, there are these large logs, uh, being taken to be used for the construction. And as you can see, it takes four regular men to carry these logs uh but the last uh is carried by one man okay so one man is carrying one log so that's really heavy uh who do you think that is oh god i was gonna say the the mountain but he's frank and is that the hound (laughs) it's the hound yes uh and then we go to the credits um uh come to find out we're in the riverlands And the hound, uh, he's off on his own chopping a log. Uh, Ray walks up, uh, comments he's never seen uh, a man chop like that. Uh, he asks, how many men did it take to cut you down? Uh, the, rep- the hound replies, only one, and it was a woman. Uh, so the- Ray laughs as he walks away. Uh, later on the day, uh, the lunch bell rings. Uh, everyone sits down to eat. Uh, the hound kind of sits off by himself. Uh, Ray walks up, hands him a cup of water. Uh, Ray says, I think some of the men are a bit afraid of you. Uh, uh, the hound says, I'm used to it. Uh, Ray continues, when I found you, I thought you'd been dead for days. The way you were stinking already and you had bugs all over you and a bone was coming right through there. And he points to his knee. Um, I'm going to give you a, I said, I was going to give you a proper burial and then you coughed. Oh, nearly shit myself. I reckoned you were going to die by the time I loaded you on the wagon, but you didn't. Now I reckoned you'd die a dozen more times over the next few days, but you didn't. What kept you going? 
Uh, the hound says, hate. Uh, Ray continues, no, there's a reason you're still here. Uh, the hound says, I, there's a reason. I'm a big fucker and I'm tough to kill. Uh, Ray says, no, a reason. Gods aren't done with you yet. Uh, the hound says, I've heard that before. Man was talking about a different god, though. Ray says, well, maybe he was right. I don't know much about the gods. Uh, the hound says, well, then you're in the wrong line of work. Uh, Ray continues, oh, there's plenty of pious sons of bitches who think they know the word of God or gods. I don't. I don't even know their real names. Maybe it is a seven, or maybe it's the old gods, or maybe it's the Lord of Light, or maybe they're all the same fucking thing. I don't know. What matters is, I believe there's something greater than us, and whatever it is, it's got plans for you, Sandor Clegane. And this kind of takes uh, Sandor... Uh, by surprise uh rodney that means he he didn't think he knew who he was right yeah okay uh so the hound continues you didn't know me back in my time you didn't know the things i've done uh ray says i have heard stories and then the hound continues if the gods are real why haven't they punished me and then ray says they have and he walks away and we go to king's landing this is my favorite Thing that has happened the entire season right uh the hound return yeah that's a good part it's very good all right so we're in king's landing and we have marjorie sitting at the original room where the altar is um at the sept of balor the high sparrow walks in he asks her what she's reading today and she rattles off <laughs> she rattles off uh part of the the book the chapter the verse to him and he starts reenacting it and she finishes it high sparrow says you learn quickly there are some who know every verse of the sacred text but don't have a drop of the mother's mercy in their blood and savages who can't read at all who understand the father's wisdom marjorie for years i pretended to love the poor <laughs> i had pity for them but i never loved them they disgust me they are hard to love. The poor disgust us because they show they are they are us, shorn of our illusions. They show us what we look like without fine clothes, what do we smell like without perfume. Can I ask you about a personal matter? Of course. The king mentioned that since your reunion, you haven't joined him in the marriage bed. No. You have a duty, your grace, to your husband, your king, your country, to the gods themselves. It's just... The desires that once drove me no longer do. Congress does not require desire on a woman's <laughs> part. Only patience. The I king have must question. have an... Uh-huh. Um, does Marjorie actually sound like a transvestite? <laughs> no. <laughs> and does the High Sparrow actually sound like a dub voiceover from the old Kung Fu movies? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, yes. <laughs> The king must have an heir if we are to continue our good work. Forgive me. Sometimes the truth path is hard to find. Hard to find and harder still to walk upon. But you've made great progress. I only pray your grandmother follows your lead. My grandmother? Yes, the Queen of Thorns is remarkably is a remarkable woman, a strong woman, an unrepentant sinner. You must teach her the new ways of as she taught you the old. Or I fear for her safety, body, and soul. So then we go inside the Red Keep. Olena is the, uh, with Marjorie, with Septa Unella, in the same room watching over them. Olena is pissed off that Septa won't leave, then, uh, leave them alone. Uh, and begins to threaten her that when Marjorie steps in. Marjorie says, Grandmother, please. Sorry. Grandmother, please. Olena. What have you done? What have they done to you? <laughs> You marched against the High Sparrow, against the faith. We marched for you. <laughs> the gods could have punished you and father, but they didn't. They showed mercy. And what about your brother? What mercy did they show him? Lord's only, <laughs> Lord's only hope is to confess his crimes and repent. If he does, the faith will allow him to return to High Garden. He'll have to renounce his name and title. Have you lost your mind? And live his life as in penance. Uh, <laughs> he is, sorry, 
All right, Oleta. He is the heir to High Garden, the future of House Tyrell. Marjorie. He can begin again, Olena. As a mindless fanatic, Marjorie. As a free man, Olena. You will leave for High Garden today. There is no law that says you must stay here. And Marjorie. I am the queen. It is my duty to serve my husband, the king. Marjorie walks around the table and kneels before Oleta, her back to the to Septa Unella. But she uh and she says, but you should leave, Grandmother. Your place is at home. Olena, I will never leave you. Never. Marjorie says, you must. And then she slips her, her piece of paper in uh, Olena's hand. Marjorie's eyes widen. And she says, go home. Find comfort in prayer and good work. Marjorie, the mother uh, watches over us all. Olena, I will see you soon, my dear. Uh, so she hugs Marjorie. Uh, closes her eyes and then uh, steps back. Seven blessings to you, grandmother. Olena nods, walks back into her chamber. Marjorie um, shifts away some tears. She regains her composure and turns to face Septa Olena. And she says, shall we play? So after all that, we go outside into the hallway. Um, Olena uh, opens the paper Marjorie gave her, and there is a drawing of a rope on it. <clears throat> And Olena looks up and has like a smirk on her face. And then we go in the north. Uh, so in the north, well, hold uh, on. Manor got question. What did you? Which did you prefer, the accents or <clears throat> me going? <laughs> well, I of course prefer the accents, but <laughs> it's really hard to focus on what you're saying. Um, <laughs> like I don't remember anything that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you remember, Matt? She sounded like this. <laughs> Matt, why don't you remember? A- accents for sure. Okay. <laughs> All right, so in the north, uh, men are gathered around John. Uh, one wildling leader, Dim Dalba, uh, is complaining that they signed up to fight the dead, not the Boltons. Uh, Tormund then comes to John's defense. Uh, he says, if it weren't for him, us would be here. All of you would be meat in the Night King's army, and I'd be a pile of charred bones just like Mance. Uh, Dim Dalba says, remember Mance's camp? It stretched all the way to the horizon, and look at us now. Look what's left of us. And if we lose this, we are gone. Dozens of tribes, hundreds of generations, uh, be like we were never there at all will be the last of the free folk. Uh, this is when John steps in. Uh, that's what will happen if we lose. The Boltons, the Karstarks, the Umbers, they know you're here. They know that more than half of you are women and children. After they finish with me, they'll come for you. You're right. This isn't your fight. You shouldn't have to come to Winterfell with me. I shouldn't be asking you. It's not the deal we made. I need you with me if we're going to beat them. And we need to beat them if you're going to survive. Uh, Tormund uh, continues, the crows killed him because he spoke for the free folk when no other southerners would. He died for us. If we are not willing to do the same for him, we're cowards. And if that's what we are, we deserve to be the last of the free folk. Um, This is where uh, the giant, uh, his name is One One, uh, he stands and basically says, Snow. And then walks away. Uh, Dim Dalba looks at the men around him. Uh, one of them nods. And then Dim Dalba walks up to Jon Snow. Uh, holds his hand out. Jon takes it. And they g- give each other a little nod. Uh, Dim Dalba returns to his men. Uh, Jon's walking with Tormund. Uh, he asks, are you sure they'll come? And Tormund says, we're not clever like you Southerners. When we say uh, we'll do something, we do it. And then we go back to King's Landing. All right, so in King's Landing, Cersei walks into Olena's room, followed by the mountain. Cersei tells her she's heard Olena is leaving, but Loras is still in prison. Olena tells Cersei she is to blame for Loras' imprisonment, for the High Sparrow being in charge of the city, their two ancient houses uh, facing collapse because of her and her stupidity. Cersei admits Olena is right and made a terrible mistake that she carries with her every day. She delivered an army of fanatics onto her, our doorsteps, and now we must fight them together. We need each other. 
So, Elena, I wonder if you're the worst person I've ever met. At a certain age, it's hard to recall. But the truly vile do stand out through the years. Do you remember the way you smirked at me when my grandson and granddaughter were dragged off to their cells? I do. I'll never forget it. Cersei. You, lo you love your granddaughter. I love my son. That's the only truth I know. You must defend him. I'm never leaving this. I'm leaving this wretched city as fast as I can before that shoeless zealot throws me in one of his cells. It's your... It's if you're half as bright as you think you are, you'll find your way out of here, too. Never. I'll never leave my son. What do you do then? You have no support. Not anymore. Your brother's gone. The High Sparrow saw to that. The rest of your family have abandoned you. The people despise you. You're surrounded by enemies. Thousands of them. You're going to kill. You're going to kill them all by yourself. You've lost Cersei. It's the only joy I could find in all this misery. And then we go to the Riverlands. So <clears throat> a Lannister army arrives outside of Riverrun. Uh, Jamie and Bronn at the lead. Um, Bronn notes, uh, just from looking at it, uh, how poorly the trenches were dug and for the, the whole siege is just uh, a sorry attempt. Uh, Jamie insinuates that Bronn should go show them how it should be done. Uh, Bronn is hesitant, but Jamie reminds him uh, he promised him a lordship, a castle, and a highborn beauty if he helped him. So Bronn begrudgingly rides off uh, to whip the man into shape. Uh, Jamie and Bronn get off their horse and walk through the camp towards the castle. Um, at the foot of the castle are Lothar and Black Walder Frey. So these are the two um, the two Freys that uh, Walder sent to take back the castle. Yeah. Um, uh, they have Edmure Tully with kind of like a makeshift uh, gibbet, I guess. Um, he's got a noose around his neck and they are threatening to hang him unless the Blackfish yields the castle. Uh, the Blackfish up on the ramparts um, just stares down at them, says nothing. Um, after a moment, uh, one next to Ed Muir takes the noose off his neck and instead pulls out, pulls out a knife and holds it to uh, Ed Muir's throat. Um, and this is Black Walder. He says, you think I won't do it, old man? I slice your niece's throat from ear to ear. And where were you? Running and hiding like a fucking coward. Yield the castle or I cut his throat. Uh, the blackfish continues just to stare down at them. Uh, he tells them uh, after a few minutes, says, go on, cut his throat, and then he walks off. Uh, Blackwalder, frustrated, puts his knife away, and Edmure is dragged off by the Frey men. Uh, this is when Jamie walks up to Lothar. Uh, Lothar sees him for the first time and says, Sir Jamie, we didn't know you were coming. Uh, Jamie says, because you didn't set up a proper perimeter, you just allowed eight thousand men to approach unchallenged uh, and Bronn says uh, good thing we're friends or we'd be fucking you in the ass right now uh, Jamie uh, tells the, the men who are escorting Edmure uh, have him bathed and fed and this is where Blackwalder steps in and says whoa whoa um, and he says Edmure is a prisoner of House Frey and Jamie says only a fool makes threats he's not prepared to carry out now let's say I threatened you and unless so I, I, let's say I threatened to hit you unless you shut your mouth, but you kept talking. What do you think I do? And then Blackwalder starts, I don't give a rat's, and this is when Jamie slaps him with his golden hand. Um, <laughs> he bends over, and Jamie continues, I'm here by the king's command to take back the castle, have him bathed and fed, unless you'd like to take his place. Uh, Lothar apologizes, um, tells the men to do as he says. Uh, Jamie continues, the siege is now under my command. The next time the Blackfish looks out from those ramparts, he'll see an army at his gates, not whatever this is. And he points around him. Uh, Braun tells them, have your lads start digging perimeter trenches, set pickets every hundred yards, and work double time on those siege towers and trebuchets. Uh, Black Walder steps in again and says, those are our siege towers. And Jamie says, as I said, the siege is under my command. If that's not to your liking, go home. 
And then this is where uh, Lothar and Blackwalder walk away. Uh, Bronn is walking with Jamie. Uh, Jamie tells him, get a word to the Blackfish. I want a parlay. And Bronn asks, a parlay or a fight? Uh, Jamie you know, kind of gives him this look and says, he's an old man. Uh, and Bronn uh, points out, you've got one hand. My money's on the old boy. And, and then we go to Bear Island. All right, so in Bear Island, it's John, Sansa, and Davos. They enter the audience chamber. There's a young girl at the table with two men at either side of her. One is a maester. Jon Snow, Lady Mormont. Well, hold on. Let's, let me get a good voice for him. Uh, Lady Mormont. Mm, I can't do it. Well, whatever. So then Lyanna says, who's the, who's the girl at the table? Welcome to Bear Island, Sansa. I remember when you were born, my lady. You were named for my Aunt Liana. It was said she was a great beauty. I'm sure you will be too. Liana, I doubt it. My mother wasn't a great beauty or any other kind of beauty. She was a great warrior, though. She died fighting for your brother, Rob. Johnson, I served under your uncle at Castle Black, Lady Liana. He was also a great warrior and an honorable man. I was a steward, in fact, and she interrupts. I think you've had. I think we've had enough small talk. What are uh, what are you here for? Jon Snow says Stannis Baratheon garrison at Castle Black before he marched on Winterfell and was killed. He showed me the letter you wrote to him about his petitioning of men. It said, Lyanna says, I remember what it says. Bear Island knows no king but the king in the north, whose name is Stark. Jon Snow, Rob is gone, but House Stark is not. And it needs your support now more than ever. I've come here. I've come with my sister to ask the House Mormont allegiance. Lyanna leans towards the maester. They whisper to each other. Lyanna turns back to face Jon Snow. As far as I understand, you're a Snow, and Lady Sansa is a Bolton, or is or is she a Lannister? I've heard conflicting reports. Sansa interrupts. I don't want. I don't want. I did what I had to do to survive my lady, but I am a Stark. I will always be a Stark. Lyanna, if you say so, in any case, you don't want you don't just want my allegiance, you want my fighting men. <sighs> Jon Snow, Ramsay Bolton cannot be allowed to keep Winterfell, my lady. It is our duty to stop him, even more so because he holds our brother Rickon Stark as prisoner. What have uh, what you have to understand, my lady, is that, and Lyanna interrupts again, I understand that I'm responsible for Bear Island and all those who live here. So why should I sacrifice one more Mormont life for someone else's war? John and Sansa are silent. That's when Davos steps up. Davos says, if it please, my lady, I understand how you feel. Lyanna says, I don't know you, sir. And he goes, Davos, Davos, my, uh, my lady, the house Seaworth. And she goes and turns to the maester. Davos lets him know, your maester won't know, it's a new house upcoming. Uh, she goes, all right, Sir Davos of Sea uh, Houseworth, um, how is it you understand how I feel? Davos says, I've never thought you'd find uh, yourself in, the, in your position, being responsible for so many lives at such a young age. I never thought I'd be in my position. I was a crabber's son, then a smuggler, and now I find myself addressing the lady of a great house in a time of war. But I'm here because it isn't someone else's war. It's our war. Liana, go on, Sir Davos. Your uncle, Lord Commander Mormont, made that man his steward, pointing to John. He chose John to be his successor because he knew he had courage to do what was right, even if it meant giving his life. Because Jorah Mormont and Jon Snow both understood that the real war isn't between a few squabbling houses, it's between the living and the dead. And make no mistake, my lady, the dead are coming. Leon asks, is this true? John starts. Jon Snow just nods. Jon Snow. Your uncle fought them at the fist of the first man. I fought them at Hardhome. We both lost. Davos. As long as the Boltons hold Winterfell, the north is divided. And a divided north won't stand a chance against the Night King. You want to protect your people, my lady? I understand. But there's no hiding from this. We have no fight and we need to do it together. We, I'm sorry. We have to fight and we need to do it together. The maester leans over to whisper in her ear, and she waves him away. Lyanna says, House Mormont has kept faith with House Stark for a thousand years. We will not break that faith today. 
Jon Snow says, Thank you, my lady. How many fighting men can we expect? She leans over to her military commander and whispers. Lyanna says, 62. Jon goes, 62? <laughs> Lyanna, we're not a very large house, but we're a proud one. And every man from Bear Island fights with the strength of 10 mainlanders. That was said, if they're half as ferocious as their, as their lady, the Boltons are doomed. And Lyanna uh, smiles and nods. Then we go to River Run. <clears throat> so back at River Run, uh, Jamie rides toward the drawbridge of the castle. Um, as he gets to the edge, uh, crossbowmen aim down at him from above. Uh, the drawbridge is lowered, and the blackfish walks out towards him. Uh, so the blackfish, his name is Brendan. So I'm going to call him Brendan, okay? Okay. Uh, he greets him, Kingslayer. Jamie says, Blackfish. Uh, Brendan goes on, I assume you're here to fulfill the vow you gave to my niece. I don't see Sansa and Arya. Jamie says, I don't have them. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Is that Donald? Brendan says, <laughs> I just ruined a joke, goddammit. <clears throat> we'll save that for later. Uh, Brendan says, pity. Do you wish to resume your captivity? Jamie shakes his head. Uh, then why are you here? Uh, Jamie tells him, you know why I'm here. This castle belongs to House Frey. You're trespassing. In the name of King Tommen, I order you to surrender. Or, Brendan steps in, or you'll kill Edmure. Uh, my nephew's marked for death no matter what. Hang him and be done with it. Uh, Jamie says, it won't stop with Edmure. You'll force me to storm the castle. Hundreds will die. Brendan says, hundreds of mine, but thousands of yours, If you, even if you can breach the walls. Jamie says, we'll breach them and kill every last one of you. But if you surrender, I'll spare the lives of your men on my honor. And Brendan asks, your honor, bargaining with oathbreakers is like building on quicksand. Jamie tells him, the war is over, sir. Uh, why sacrifice living men to a lost cause? Uh, Brendan says, as long as I'm standing, the war is not over. This is my home. I was born in this castle, and I'm ready to die in it. So you can either attack us or try to starve us out. We have enough provisions for two years. Do you have two years, Kingslayer? Uh, Jamie tells him, you clearly have no intention of saving your men's lives. Why did you come to treat with me? Brendan tells him, sieges are dull, and I wanted to see you in person, get the measure of you. Jamie says, well, now you have. And Brendan goes, I, now I have. I'm disappointed. He turns around and walks into the castle. Uh, so now we go to Deepwood Mott, and who controls Deepwood Mott? Matt. <laughs> uh, is it the uh, Glovers? It's the yeah. Glovers. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Audrey. So, John, Sansa, that and Davos. would have been better if it was Danny Glover. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so John, Sansa, and Davos are deep with Mott to ask the Glovers' help in their fight against the Boltons. Rob, Rob, was it Robert? Yeah, it said Robert. Robert Glover uh, says no. They just got their castle back from the Ironborn, and the Boltons helped them do it. John has House Mormont, but the bulk of their forces are made up of wildlings. That makes Robert laugh. He tells them that he didn't believe the rumor. Uh, he dis dismisses them, and John tries to speak up when Sansa speaks. Sansa says, I would remind you that House Glover is pledged to House Stark, sworn to answer when called upon. Jon Snow glares at Sansa. Uh, Robert uh, Glover turns <laughs> on his heels and walks up close to Sansa. Yes, my family served House Stark for centuries. We wept when we heard your father died. Uh, when your brother was lord of the, when my brother was lord of this castle, he answered Rob's call and held him king in the north. Um, he so Glover gets closer to Sansa. And where was King Rob when the Ironborn attacked this castle? When they threw my wife and children in prison and brutalized and killed our subjects. Taking up with a foreign whore, getting himself and those who followed him killed. Rob looks at Jon Snow and back at Sansa. I've served House Stark once, but House Stark is dead. And then he turns away. So we go to... Uh, Volantis. And this is where um, 
the rest of the Ironborn, but the ones that escaped, you know, Theon, his sister, and all them, oh, they okay. are now in Volantis. Right. So the ships with the Krakens on their sails are docked at the Long Bridge of Volantis. On land, the Ironborns are all sitting around with whores on their laps, having a grand old time. Theon is sitting there, uh, looking a little skittish and nervous, like just super impatient and anxious as fuck. Uh, next to him, his sister pulls up a topless woman on her lap, and they, are start, they start to kiss. Yara tries to make a joke with Theon, uh, but Theon is all business. She sends her, her new friend away. Um, they talk about how Euron is hunting them, but the world is large, and they have fast ships. Yara tells him uh, she needs... No. What? Yara could actually teach Theon how to pleasure a woman without a dick. Very true. Nice. So Yara tells him she needs the real Theon to help <laughs> <laughs> Without a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Yara says, I need the real Theon to help me, not this broken imposter. They are going to sell to Marine and make a pact with the Dragon Queen. And then they'll take back the Iron Islands. Theon agrees, and she finishes with, now. Since it's my last night ashore for a long while, I'm going to go fuck the tits off that one. And we go back to the north. Uh, so in the north, uh, John, Sansa, and Davos uh, get back to the camp where uh, their main force of mainly wildlings are at. Uh, Davos sees some of the men uh, fighting amongst themselves and goes to stop them. Uh, John and Sansa discuss... The amount of men that they have, uh, it's about 2,000 wildlings, 200 hornwoods, 143 of the Mazin, and then 62 of the Mormons. Uh, Sansa is upset. She said that's not enough. Uh, John says they are out of time, and they are going to fight with the army as it is. Uh, John walks off to basically go help Davos uh, clear up the ruckus, and Sansa... Uh, looks over and sees the Mormonts there, right? Because they followed him. Uh, they're unloading ravens. Uh, and she gets an idea. So she goes inside her tent. Uh, she writes a letter. Uh, she signs it and then seals it with uh, the wax direwolf seal. Uh, and then we go to the Riverlands. I assume that was to Littlefinger to send for the... Uh... I don't know, whatever those people are called to help them in the fight. Yeah. It's a pretty good assumption, Matt. Thank you. So uh, you got you want to I got it. In the Riverlands, we have Brother Ray uh, talking to his congregation. He says, I was, once, I was a soldier once. All my superiors thought I was brave. I wasn't. I mean, I never ran from a fight, only because I was afraid my friends would see I was afraid. That's all I ever. That's all I was—a coward. So he's basically talking about past mistakes he's had as a soldier, having killed people, stole from them, burned buildings, um, all in the name of command as a soldier. And this is really hitting uh, the hound hard. He's he's taking it to heart. You know, having that near-death experience has really opened his eyes. Um, Ray says, and it's not about waiting for the gods to answer your prayers. It's not even about the gods. It's about you. Uh, learning, uh, you must have, learning you have to answer your prayers yourself. Then, while he's giving this great talk and everything, there's three riders that grow um, right up towards the group. Uh, Ray walks out to meet them. All of Ray's followers stand. The riders are Flynn, Morgan, and Lem Lemoncloak. That's the real names. <laughs> uh, Ray says, Seven save you, friends. How can we help you? Lem, what are you doing here? Ray, well, we're talking about life. You? Lem, protecting the people. So, protecting the people. Who do you think these people are? Uh, I have no idea. They are part of the Brotherhood. Who's the what Brotherhood again? Uh... Remember back in like season three or four when Arya and the blacksmith boy were escaping, the Brotherhood took them in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Brotherhood without banners or like a vigilante group or whatever. Um, 
Where was I? Protect the people. Oh, we're here to protect the people. Ray said, well, we thank you for your protection. Who are you protecting us from? Lem, do you have any horses? Ray, no horses, no gold, nor no steel. Lem, food then? Protecting the people is hungry work. Ray says, I'm sure it is. You're welcome to stay for supper, but we have hungry mouths here. Lem, stay safe. The night is dark and full of terror. Lem smiles. The three riders turn the horses around and ride off. Sandor watches them leave. Later on, the hound is off by himself splitting wood when Ray walks up. Sandor, seven save you, friend. Ray, I'm a fucking septum. What was I supposed to say? Sandor, they don't believe in your seven. They're from the Brotherhood. They follow the Red God. Ray, aye, well, all are welcome here. Anyone, anyway, we got, uh, we got nothing for them. Sandor says, sure you do. You've got food, you've got steel, even if you say you don't, and you've got women. Uh, Ray, what do you want to do? Fight them? Kill them? It'd be you against all of them. I mean, those people don't know how to fight. Sandor, you do. Ray, I'm not with fighting. I'm done with fighting. Sandor, even if it's to protect yourself? Ray, violence is a disease. You don't cure a disease by spreading it to more people. Sandor, you don't cure it by dying either. Ray, you've done enough work for one day. Come on up uh, for some supper. Sandor, it's going to be a cold night. We'll need firewood. Ray, I've saved you a bowl of stew. Might even have some ale hidden away. And then we go to Bravos. <clears throat> so in Bravos, uh, Arya is walking uh, close to the shore. And walks up on two men speaking in her uh, native tongue. Uh, she tells them, you are Westerosi. And that she wants to book passage home. Um, he tells her that she can't afford it. And when she tosses a bag of coins on his table. Uh, he looks at it and says, we're leaving in two days. Um, when he tells her she can have a hammock in the steerage. She tosses another bag of coins on the table. And she tells him... I want a cabin, and we're leaving at dawn. Uh, when she walks away, she grabs both bags of coins and tells him she will see him at sunrise. Um, Arya continues her walk and stops on a bridge to stare longingly at the Titan of Bravos in the distance. Uh, you can kind of see it there from the back. Um, an old woman approaches her um, and says, Sweet girl, when Arya turns around, and the old woman pulls a knife, grabs Arya from behind, and stabs her in the stomach a few times. Holy shit. Um, the oh. last of which... What? It's Wave. The last of which she leaves uh, in her stomach and turns it. Um, with Arya still held in her arms, the old woman takes off her face to reveal Wave. Um, Arya sees her face, then uses the back of her head to bash uh, Wave. In her face so she can escape. Oh shit. I lost my face. Uh, once she gets free of Waif's embrace. Uh, she <laughs> jumps over. <laughs> Waif's embrace. She jumps over, the, she jumps over the bridge to fall in the water. Um, Waif stays on the bridge. Looks down. You know, Waits for her to surface. Um, all she sees is bubbles uh, rising up from a, a bloody spot in the water where she fell. Um, elsewhere, uh, Arya uh, is able to swim and get to shore. Um, she pulls herself up uh, the stairs right there. Um, she assesses her bloody stomach, uh, her wounds. Uh, she gets up and starts walking uh, on the streets. Um, holding her 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 wound, uh, the people watch as she walks by, but none, uh, you know, go to help her. And then we go back to the Riverlands. So in the Riverlands, the Hound is cutting, uh, continuing to gather firewood. He stops to get a drink of water when he looks towards the structure and sees smoke. As he approaches, all he sees are the bodies of the uh, Brother oh, Ray's oh. congregation. Man. Yeah. Uh, at the structure, um, sadly, it's Brother Ray, and he's hanging from a noose, and he's dead. Uh, seeing Ray dead, the hound sighs 
gets a determined look on his face and turns around. He walks to a nearby stump and pulls up an axe as he walks off. And that's where the episode ends. So what do you think? I'm really bummed that we only got one episode of Brother Ray. Uh, Right? That's uh, extremely disappointing, but at least it is now going to lead to the Hound being the Hound again. And... uh, Going to fucking fuck shit, shit up. up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm re- I'm really excited that, that the Hound is back. Um, I had actually almost forgotten about him. Um, because I knew he had to have been alive. Otherwise, they, they would have kind of made his death more of a more of a moment, you know, Um but I sort of forgot. I think it's the it's the quarantine. It's it's recording over quarantine and me not like piecing stuff together. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really happy that he's back. Um, Sansa's clearly sending for Littlefinger's people. What what are they called? The Knights of Yeah, Knights of the Vale. Of they, vale Knights yeah. of the Vale. Yeah, she's sending yeah. for the Knights of the Vale to join them in the battle. Um, which is what two episodes away? This was yeah. seven, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Arya is Arya. going to be fine, but I don't know how yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is she gonna do? I don't know. I, I have real. I, I don't know. I, I she has nowhere to go. Um, yeah. Uh, huh. I, I I really don't know. But she she will figure something out because she is a resourceful little girl. And uh, how old is she at this point? Like fourteen? Um, I think a little older. Okay. No idea. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I think that, like that was, uh... fourteen and a half, fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, solid episode. Um, that was glad. a good one, right? I'm I'm glad we didn't have to go to Marine for some pointless reason. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was good. Sweet. What is next week's episode called? Uh, the Broken Man. Broken Man. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Wait. No, that's was that this one? one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this one was what? Broken Man. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, what's, what's... Uh, Hold on. No one. No one. No one. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, what's that mean? I mean, it has something to do with Arya, but I don't know what. Okay. Interesting. All right. Cool. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, Rodney, you want to? Yeah. Follow us on the Instagram at OOTL Podcasts. And same thing at Twitter, OOTL Podcast. Please. Oh, do we have emails? Keep forgetting emails. Emails. Next week, emails (laughs) will lead the show. (laughs) Okay. Promise. Send us an email. Listeners, if you want to remind us, email us. (laughs) At OOTLpod. At gmail.com. Oh man, I can't believe I keep forgetting. I'm like, I'm gonna write this down right now. Emails. Okay, it's on there. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. We hope you're enjoying this. Stay safe. Uh, be smart. Wash your hands. Don't breathe on people. Don't sneeze on people. Don't let them do the same thing to you. Um, it's a good time to bond with your family. Get some new traits going. I've learned to paint a whole house. That's what I did this weekend. Nice. And, yeah, my arms are I sore. Did- I've been touching up spots around the house. Nice. Never. I, I was. I felt like uh, Daniel Larusso when he came to uh, Miyagi's early morning, but he was told to go side to side, paint the house. Nice. But yeah, um, that's all I have to say. You guys have anything? Uh, winter's coming and sweep the lake. Just like <laughs> Shane and I. Wash your hands, not your ass. <laughs> Peace.
Out of the loop, out of the loop, out of the loop, out of the loop.